toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial, and we are dedicating this show and episode to what I like to call my soul dog, Sprout. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. We are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes and Spotify, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth releasing anything that is keeping you from being present and take another deep breath into your nose, breathing a calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment and take one more breath into your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing out that light and love and send it back to all of humanity. Remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. So today is a very special episode for for me. And honestly, it's a very tender episode and topic for me. Um, my dog, Sprout, who was about almost 14 years old, passed away about um, well, two days ago. And so it's a very um, tender time for me, but I really wanted to create this episode with Brenda and for all of you, because it really just comes back to the power of our animals and the connection that we have. If you've ever had a relationship with a dog or a cat or any animal, really, you know, any any 
connection, whether or not it's in spirit form or maybe it's a, um, you know, you've always been drawn to dolphins or birds or lions or, you know, or whatever, you know, there's, there's messages in, in nature and the connection that we can have when we truly tune into their energy. And Sprout, I had him for 12 years. I rescued him when he was just a puppy. And I, well, he was about a year and a half, actually. So he was a little, you know, more than a puppy. But I remember I had been, it was around Christmas time. And I, I had the sense that I, I wanted to get a dog. And I just felt into that. And I, I just listened to that. And I started looking on websites on the Humane Society website. And I found this dog, Sprout, who was about two hours away from me. But I saw him on on the website and I was so enamored with him. And I just knew, I just felt in every being, a fiber of my being and my soul that he was my dog. And so I drove two hours. It was like the weekend, a week before Christmas in 2010. And I remember driving to the Humane Society and finding him. And, and it was like this beautiful soul connection to at the very moment that we saw each other and he ran up to me and my son. And, and so it was just a knowing, a deeper knowing. And so, and Sprout had been, had come from in a, oh, you know, he didn't have a good life at first. He was found rummaging through trash and he was fearful of a lot of things uh, when I first got him, but we healed that and this bond grew over the years and he was always, we, we could communicate. And when I would take trips, he would always know when I was getting ready to leave. And I remember though, when I would look him in the eye and I would tell him, I'm just, I'm going to be back. I'm coming back and I'll be back on this date. And, and he would always know. And then, you know, I would like, I would have really good friends that really connected with him as well, would take him into their care. And, and they, once I started to really communicate with him in that way, his anxiety went down. Like he knew that I was coming back and I just had to communicate that with him. And the last time that I did that. I had actually, I'd gone away for about two weeks in a place I couldn't take him with me. And I, when I came back, he, he had been starting to go downhill. And so we came home and I remember he, this was just a couple of days ago. So I had come home and he was, you know, not doing well, but he wanted to be by my side. And we just, we spent a lot of time together when I was, when I got home. And then the night he passed, he, like, I was really tired that night, but I had this sense. I was like, no, I need to go lay by him and, and just pet him and love on him even more so, even though I was really tired and I had been working all day and I just wanted to be with him and and so I sat down on the couch and he comes and lays right next to me and 
he just cuddles up and I'm petting him and I'm just loving on him. And he then gets up and goes onto this spot by the couch on the couch where he used to lie. And, and then his breath just started to get really fast. And then, and then he, I look over and I'm, I'm petting him and I'm, I look over and then all of a sudden he stopped breathing and he knew, he knew that it was his time. And in fact, I had taken him to the vet that day to maybe get some more medication. And I, I did not want to put him on a bunch of medication, but I was, he had been on these anti-inflammatories for his hips and they were really helping him. And I, he was in the car, he went on the car ride with me and I carried him in the car and he, he looked over at me and I could just feel into his energy. And I was like, it's time, isn't it? And he just looked at me like, yes, it's time. And, and I was like, I knew it was his time. And, and I had sensed into that, but we like were able to communicate with that energy. And, and we had that soul connection. Like it was just so deep and profound and just being able to communicate with our animals and listen to what they have to say and what they have to teach us is such a beautiful gift because the animals that walk this earth, whether or not it's a dog or cat or any animal in nature, you know, nature speaks to us. And they, I believe that our animals are here to, to help us through our tough times. And, you know, when we tap into their energy, we can really feel their energy, you know, whether or not it's, you know, dolphin or, or, or whatever, but yeah, it's such a powerful force and, you know, what we can really gain from listening to our sacred beings that walk this earth. Mm, I love hearing your story about Sprout. He was such Mm. a sweet, sweet dog and yeah. And it's so true that energy of animals is so palpable. Like you said, whether it's a dog, whether it's an animal in the wild, but I love hearing those connection stories. Like animals know, it's like they have an instinct because they're so connected to nature. They don't have all the, the baggage and things that we humans carry along. And they're just so pure in spirit. And um, although I am not a dog owner, of the times when I've been around the dog energy, I love the playfulness. Uh, I love just, you know, having this free spiritedness that so many dogs have. And I think sometimes as humans, we take ourselves so seriously. And it's such good medicine for us to be around that playful energy. And dogs are such a great reminder of, you know what, you know, this is, this is the now moment and it's okay. And we're going to, you know, be joyful and play and chase the ball or whatever it might be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And to just really be fully immersed in their present moment. There's such a great reminder of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I've owned a cat previously and she, she was an interesting character, definitely not the playful dog character. And it took her a while to warm up to me. She was very hesitant. She would kind of just stare at me, you know, peeking from at me from like around the corner with one eye. But she she did have moments of like, okay, I'll I'll let you pet me. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it was only for so long. And then she would go off and, and do her own thing. But what a great representation mm-hmm. of independence for me, you know, and also kind of like boundaries. Like she had really good boundaries. If there's one thing I learned from my cat <laughs> is like she would tell me usually with like, you know, just walking away or just, you know, she'd do like a little nip. She wasn't like a biter really, but like, okay, that's enough petting. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and like, that was it. So I do think our domesticated animals can teach us just all kinds of amazing lessons that we need to learn. Mm. <laughs> so I learned about boundaries from my cat. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, really when we tune into their energy and and tap into, okay, what is this, you know, what were they mirroring back to me? Yeah. Right, you know, and and so for me, yeah, like Sprout really mirrored back that present moment. Like he was, you know, very in touch with that present moment and he would, and that deep connection, you know, that unconditional love, like how Mm -hmm. can we truly tap into that unconditional love and give that to each other because I think that's why you know it's so hard to lose an animal I've read that even you know on that it it actually can be more difficult to lose our, our fur babies furry friends than it can be to lose another human and not that you know it's not as difficult but because they've given us such love and unconditional regard you know and you know there's a lot of different mixed emotions mixed in on the human level but we have these this sacred bond like animals don't they're not out there they they haven't like created hurt and you know pain and you know and so there's not that mixed those mixed emotions and Mm -hmm. so but what what can we truly learn you know as far as like from from our animals and and I think it is part of that unconditional love you know that animal that you know connects with you and and wants to just be with you no matter what on your good days your bad days and just recognize that you know you're on this human earth and and they just they just want love too and yeah. so you know and we can when we pet them i mean there's so much deep energy that you know we can you know that actually helps calm the nervous system as well you know there's evidence like you know science back that up not that we need always science you know because we can like for me, I can feel those things, you know, on a just a intuitive, physical, energetic level. But, you know, I think Western science is helping, you know, that science along, which is why I think therapy animals are so becoming so prevalent nowadays. Yes. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree with you. And not just our, you know, cats and dogs and domestic animals, but also really embracing the energy of animals in the wild. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the aspects of really connecting to the outdoors that I also love. With wild animals, for me, I love the energy of the deer and the elk that we have here locally and their, you know, quiet spirit and nature and how I just, I love to observe them. Mm -hmm. And it's so connected to the earth. Mm -hmm. And then even like you mentioned earlier about the bear energy Mm -hmm. and the significance of the strength of bear. Mm -hmm. 
And I definitely have connected, like I, when I think of bear energy, I just think of their massiveness and their strength and their power. And so when I am feeling weak or am I feeling, you know, playing it small, I think of like the bear energy and what that represents mm -hmm. and how we can really draw that energy into us by either, you know, we may not observe a bear always like in, in the wild, but just to think of like, what do they represent? And why am I drawn to this particular animal? What quality is it that I could really emulate in my life mm -hmm. and bring that out to make me more of who I really am? Mm -hmm. So there's so much we can learn from spirit animals, from many like indigenous and native traditions. Absolutely. I, you know, for me, it's um, it's always been the dolphin. Well, there's been ah. many, I mean, many spirit animals. And I believe that we can have different spirit animals over different parts of our life, whatever sure. we're drawn to at that moment in time. And, but mine has always been the dolphin, you know, and so different animals will ebb and flow out of my life. But the dolphin has always been very consistent. And in fact, very interestingly, I was about a month or two ago, I was sharing a shamanic journey to go find our our spirit animal so i partnered up with this woman and we went we did a journey for each other to go find our our spirit animal and before the journey i had said you know i wanted to call in my spirit guides and you know my ancestors and i also called in the dolphin energy mm. because that was really i was really connected to that and she did the journey for me and she comes back from the journey and she said, you know, I'm usually drawn to more earth animals and I stay on the earth, but I kept getting pulled back into the ocean and this dolphin appeared and he, he was singing this music and this song. And, and so, you know, she was able to connect with that on, on the level that I was calling in. And which was really powerful. But so like the dolphin for me, yeah, it's like such a magical creature, you know, they're playful and fun and they're connected and they just want to, you know, love. And there's a lot of magic in, in the dolphin. And, and so that dolphin represents to me, you know, flow and love and divine energy. And so that's always been, uh, you know, the animal that really has a lot of power in my life. And I, I, when I tap into that, the energy, I bring in that, you know, that deep divine love energy, that playfulness, that flow, right? The flow of like life. And, and so. Yeah, it's is... so interesting. You mentioned like the water element mm -hmm. and flow with the dolphin. And then you mentioned the other woman mentioned the earth element and for me, I love to connect to air element mm. and space and ether. So I've mm -hmm. always been drawn to birds. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting when, when I feel like I need a bigger perspective, mm -hmm. like a universal perspective, I will call on the energy of the birds because I feel like it just grows and expands mm infinitely. And it was so interesting when I, you know, recently moved to Montana 
and on our property, we have like an influx of a group of bluebirds that come on our property on and off. And it's so interesting, like when I am thinking about tapping into universal life force energy or I'm, I'm seeking guidance from divine energy, it's almost synchronistic that these flock of bluebirds mm. come through our property during that time. Mm. And it's like this reminder of like, oh, mm. let's tap into that energy of mm. just to fly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of a fearlessness mm -hmm. uh, instead of getting kind of bogged down and trying to figure every little thing out, you know, universe just opens up and there's a fearlessness to it. And so that kind of reminded me how it, different elements in nature can be represented through these animals, depending on what we are seeking in our own soul journey. Mm -hmm. And I just love that connection of earth element animals and because we are the elements of nature as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that's one, you know, an animal that's come into my life as well that has been, you know, really resonated. But for me, like birds, I, birds like really represent freedom for me. Oh, yeah. And being able to just fly and, and be free. And I remember that was a question. Anytime anyone would ask that when I was growing up, they're like, well, if you could be any animal, yep. what would you be? It was always a bird, always like a hawk. And a hawk has come to me many times in shamanic journeying. And I just loved like getting, you know, flying on its wings and just feeling the strength and freedom of that, that beautiful bird. And so I think, yeah, when we, you know, really tap into that energy, we can, we become that because then we start embodying their energy and, you know, imagine yourself, you know, really bringing that animal's energy into your being, you know, spread your wings and, you know, fly around the room or imagine you're a bear or, you know, whatever animal that you're, you're wanting to embody because when you do embody that, you become that energy and you can bring in that energy that is so powerful. We would do that in some shamanic programs that I've done over, and it was just such a powerful, powerful process to do. You know, so really think about even as a child or in your current life, what animals have you been drawn to? And have you been drawn to maybe the same animal since you've been a child? Because maybe that could be your spare animal, you know, that is staying with you throughout time. And then there's going to be those other animals that will come into your life and you might have a, a strong connection with this animal and they might be there just to teach you something or they might have a, a message for you. And it's just about really stopping and getting present with that message and with that animal. And what do they really, you know, what, what is the message for you in that time and space of what, what you are needing in that moment? I think it's really important to just, you know, begin to just tune into that for yourself. Yes, I would definitely agree. My my spirit animal has definitely changed over different seasons mm -hmm. of life. Um, as I grow and evolve, I feel like there are certain animals and their energy and qualities that are drawn to me. And mm -hmm. it's it's just been, like you said, it's been a really magical experience to witness that within myself and just to kind of also notice like what animals show up 
because oftentimes that's an indicator of what I need for my next own personal evolution and to be more connected expression of, of our true nature. Absolutely. I think that, you know, just, yeah, tuning into that and, you know, being able to just allow that to be. And if you are interested in Stacy's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon and check the show notes. And I offer holistic lifestyle coaching, and I've got a free video series called Journey to Abundant Energy. You can also check that on my website at sacredpathyogaandreiki.com forward slash journey. And you can check out all those links in the show notes to connect with us. And I just want to say thank you, Sprout, for all the years that you've given me. And I truly love you. And I am honored to have been your mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, or liking us on Facebook. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-hosts, myself and Brenda. A monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, please visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.